Good afternoon. Thanks for calling the new double tree. This is Malika. May I assist you? Yes, good afternoon. I'm looking to speak with room 1011. May I have the guest last name? Tong. Tong. All right, just a second. Thank you. Good afternoon. Is this Debbie? Yes, it is. Hi, Debbie. I'm Dan Bloom with Madcap DC. I'm here with David Ross. Are you ready to speak with David? I am. Terrific. Okay, I'll go ahead and put him right on. Okay. Thank you. This is Madcap DC, and I'm here with Debbie Lum with the film Seeking Asian Female. Hi, Debbie. Hi, David. How you doing? I'm good, thanks. So tell me, what is yellow fever? Uh, yellow fever is when uh, usually Western men develop a sort of romantic obsession, passion, or fetish for Asian women. Is it wrong? I mean, is it wrong? Ah, you know, that's sort of um, that's a really um, hot button topic, especially in the Asian American community. Um, you know, as an Asian American woman, I'm going to speak about it personally. Um, Please it's, do. It's, you know, it's, on the one hand, you know, is having a thing for, you know, singling out a person based on their race in terms of having a romantic preference, is that sort of like racial profiling in romance? Um, um, could be. What does the film, like, show about yellow fever? Like, how do you, uh, how do the characters portray yellow fever exactly? So, um... The film Seeking Asian Female is a story about one particular man, a 60-year-old Caucasian who has yellow fever really bad. Um, like how bad? How bad? <laughs> so he's um, totally obsessed with Asian women. He's been searching for a young wife from Asia for the last 10 years, primarily online. And over the course of, of the year of you know his search and of finding, looking for a wife, um, he decided he he tried out Filipino women, he tried out Japanese women, and he eventually decided that he had to find a Chinese woman. Um, and so, specifically, looking only in China. So that for, was a golden country. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. Continue. Continue. Yep. So and so when I met him, you know, he's he's pretty interesting. He I met him on one of the largest websites where um, Western men can meet Asian women. It's called AsiaFriendFinder.com. And that exists. <laughs> okay. It exists. You know, there's actually so many of them out there. Um, I was sort of, um, you know, pretty shocked to find out okay. when I started researching the film how many there are. Um, and he um, he met her on. Uh, he, he was looking for an, an, a woman online, and I um, I basically was starting. I, I started out wanting to find out, you know, why do so many Western men have yellow fever? And I was looking at um, the, the whole sort of social cultural phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went on to Craigslist and places like AsiaFriendFinder.com and started interviewing any man who posted an, um, a personal ad exclusively seeking an Asian woman and um, asked if they wanted to be interviewed for a film that I was making. And oddly enough, so many different men 
Um, I mean, I, you know, I had, um, they all sort of wanted to talk to me. And Stephen was one of those men. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Why why did Stephen stand out most? Why is he, you know, he's kind of, you know, uh, Stephen is this great documentary. He's sort of the perfect documentary subject. Um, Let me start over. Um, On the one hand, he really knew um, that all he really wanted to find was an Asian woman, specifically a Chinese woman. Mm -hmm. And um, on the other hand, as an Asian American woman myself, you know, these are the types of people that I've spent most of my life trying to avoid. Actually. Really? So, so have you have you never dated a white man? Oh, see, that's interesting. So, just because they're a white man and they're dating me, they have yellow fever. Is that what you're saying? No, that's not what I'm saying. I know I know that your personality shines pretty brightly, but you're doing a film called Seeking Asian Female. So I know that if a white man approaches you, do you have that thought in your mind? Um, no, you I'm, you you totally hit you know hit on to one of my own personal, um, shall we say, issues. Um, okay. Yeah, you know, I have, you do kind of, growing up in as an Asian American woman, when you, you know, I'm actually married. Um, oh, congratulations. But, oh, <laughs> but before when I was dating, and you would meet somebody who's not Asian, who would come up to you, and not necessarily a white person, the, you know, in the back of your mind, you're kind of always wondering, when is that little red flag going to go off that says, you know, this guy kind of has a thing for Asian women? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're kind of always sort of testing the waters and trying to find out. Um, and so, it's, you know, it's funny because when I um, when I was making the film, it was something that had bothered me for so long that I had kind of gotten to the point where I thought, you know, I'm not sure I really do want to, you know, date. Uh, Say oh, it. Say it. <laughs> I know it's going to sound terribly. It's going to sound beautiful. Trust me. <laughs> Um, terribly, you know, on PC, but I wasn't sure I wanted to date a Caucasian man. Well, look, I mean, I'll be, I'll be honest. When a, uh, when a, say a white woman comes up and approaches me, uh-huh. and uh, the first thing I think is, I'm like, well, does this woman just, does this woman really want to talk to me? Does she just only like black? You know what I'm saying? And like, wow. That might not prevent any sort of sexual interaction between she and I. I do think about that all the time is whether or not like I, I do th- I do find that like creepy when people seek out um, when people do have like a racial fantasy. You, yeah. See what we have to go through. <laughs> it's, uh, it's crazy being colored. These whites have no idea. <laughs> well, and, you know, people say that love is supposed to be colorblind, right? It's it's so hard. So so you so you say your husband, your husband Chinese. Um, okay, so, uh, full disclosure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and don't give me a hard time about this. My husband is actually Caucasian. He's white. <laughs> we got to talk about this. <laughs> we got to talk about this. <laughs> so I felt like I was very qualified to make this film, actually, about white guys who have a thing for Asian women. Um, and I do have to say, for the record, that my husband doesn't, really have an Asian fetish. Okay. Um, and just because you're white you, doesn't mean that you do have an Asian fetish. Um, although, so many cases, it, it is true <laughs> that you do. Um, and um, the other interesting thing about it is that my husband is, he's actually not American. He's Irish. Okay. He's from Ireland. Okay. And so the funny thing that happens to us is that, you know, um, he... he Gift of gab. When, 
sorry, should I, should I cut it? <laughs> no, 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 no. Keep no, keep going. Keep going. Um, the funny thing that happens to us is like, so for example, if we travel, we come back into this country, we, we put down two passports at immigration. The officer always looks at the non-American one and looks at me uh-huh. and says, you know, how long have you been in this country? And, you know, he's a foreigner. Um, and I think what appealed to, you know, like, you know, when he met me, he, he said, you know, God, I never thought I was going to ever marry an American, <laughs> which to me was a really appealing thing because, you know, I was so used to... Um, you know, white guys I would meet that would be just like, I just so want to marry an Asian. And I think of myself as American, not as, you know, I'm not an Asian national. I grew up in this country. I, you, I am an ABC. I mean, I'm American-born Chinese. But Two I questions. Like, yes. Now, has he dated any other uh, Asians uh, prior to you? Oh, yeah. See, that's usually like the, litmus, the litmus test that a lot of, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's what a lot of my girlfriends, my Asian-American girlfriends will say is when you're, on that first date with a person that you don't know, you have to ask, like, so how many other Asian women have you dated? <laughs> and there's kind of, you know, <laughs> some people have, you know, there there's the minimum level that, you know, tips you over and they're, you know, that sets off the red flag. Um, and some for some people, it's one, you know, if they've dated another Asian woman before them, they say, you know, um, that was a nice date, but no thank you. <laughs> Um, do you, what about you? I mean, is that <laughs> what do you well, ask your, I like to be the first black man for everybody. <laughs> that's, that's the, that's the way I like to play it. Uh, even for, even for black women. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I, that's, that's definitely nothing. Typically I don't really, I don't really start drilling them about it until, until maybe later on. But a lot of, a lot of the white women I've, I've been with, you know what I'm saying? We've shared romance with They're, they, I, I feel like I'm like one of the, few there might have been like a daryl you know what i'm saying a few a few years ago or something like that but but typically typically it's I'm, I'm like the first one i'm like the first one so is this your first uh time at silver docks this is my first time at silver docks nice uh, how are you enjoying the great town of silver spring maryland oh it's great um it's so hot though i'm about to die <laughs> it's like 98 degrees it's, it's roasting out there i'm from california i'm from san francisco it doesn't get over about 65 Okay. How was uh, uh how was South by Southwest? That was really crazy. Tell, it me, was, tell me about that experience. Oh, it was totally overwhelming. It's just um they get huge crowds and there's so much going on and so many amazing films and not just films but music and all this interactive um things going on. Um it's just it's wild. <laughs> it's wild. And 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 how was the uh film received? It went really well. You know, um, people, our screenings were um, really full and even at 11 in the morning. And it was what was really nice is that, um, you know, I wanted to make a film that, you know, even though it's about a really hot button topic within the Asian American community and also, you know, I think for women in general and um, people of color and anyone who, um, you know, has experience in interracial dating. Um, I wanted to make a film that uh, showed the both humorous and human side of things. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing about South by Southwest, and you know, a lot of the audiences that we've played in, is that people really enjoy it. It's a fun film to watch, and um, a lot of laughter, and laughter in places that you're sort of surprised by when you see it in a big audience. Um, and then at the end of um, Every screening, someone came up to me in tears. Usually, a woman. 
Um, Asian women? No, not always. Um, although a lot of Asian American women came up and Asian women came up and said how much they love the story. But, um, you know, a, 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 a South by Southwest, a silver-haired couple from, I think they're from Detroit. You said a, a silver? Afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they came up after what they say. The husband said he was white. He said, you know, I really, uh, this is a, gr- a great story, and, and my wife wanted to say something, and she said, I'm too chucked up. I can't say anything. <laughs> wow. That's, well, that's powerful then. Now, question. So how did uh, how did Stephen respond to the to the film after its completion? You know, um, I was really, I was actually pretty nervous showing it to Stephen and to Sandy. Um, and um, it has it helped him in his pursuit. <laughs> Um, this, I, he, he told me while we were filming that it was a really incredible experience to have a camera um, shining a light on his life all the time, and it really kind of made him think about the things that he was doing all the time. Um, and he he actually likes the film, you know. He did? He does, yeah. Do you, do you still keep in, keep in contact with Steve? I, do, I uh, you know, since the film since we finished shooting it was a really intensive process I have tried to let them have their (laughs) privacy have their own life Um, but I do talk to them pretty regularly so last time I talked to them was um, a few weeks ago so when did you all when did you all uh, finish shooting we actually finished shooting uh, about it's been about a let's see it's been about two years. Um, yeah. Okay. But we all went, you know, the film just premiered last March at the South by Southwest Film Festival, and Stephen and Sandy came out with us to the screening. Okay. So uh, what's what's the next project? What's the next project? Well, right now we have a whole lot of work getting the film out there mm-hmm. because we pretty much just started our festival circuit. Um, and we're eventually going to be broadcast on PBS on Independent Lens. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Um, and in the meantime, one thing we're doing is we're taking the hundreds of hours of footage that I shot uh, about the whole sort of social, political issues around interracial dating and um, racial sexual politics of Asian fetish and creating this sort of sister project which is an online, lives online, and is going to is um, a series of short video webisodes that are okay. going to talk about the whole the whole issue. How excited are you to be on Independent Lens? Like, how do you think PBS advances documentaries? Oh, Independent Lens is a great forum. They show so many amazing films. Um, it's just a shame that you know there's Independent Lens and POV on PBS mm-hmm. that. There's not more slots for yeah. all the kind of great programming that's out there. So it's really, I mean, it's we were thrilled to be curated on independent lines. Okay, okay, agreed. All right, Debbie, I think I think we're I think we're gonna come to a close here. Okay. I will see you tonight at 6 p.m. So I'm gonna be checking out your film. Excellent. I, I can't wait. Thank you for uh, for calling in. All right. Thanks so much. All right, this is Debbie Lum with Seeking Asian Female. All right, Debbie, have a good day. That was filmmaker Debbie Lum, as interviewed by our own David Ross. For more information on her film Seeking Asian Female, visit madcapdc.org. 
Up next, we're joined by an impromptu guest here in the studio, Asian-American and radio professional Esther Song. She is social media. Stick around. She'll be next. Esther Song is in the house. What's up, Esther? Esther, meet David Ross. Hello. How you doing? This is my homie right here. Esther is a board operator. I am. And a woman of many talents who works here at Sirius XM Radio. Oh, stop it. And she is underappreciated, just like many talented people who work here. So what do you think of Dan? <laughs> what kind of question is that? Wow, are we hot questions already? Yeah, what do you think of him? Dan takes care of me. He does? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> he, he means he looks out for me when I don't have anyone to fight in my corner. Wow. That's okay. really nice. It's good to hear. I'll take that. <laughs> How long have you known him? Oh, ten, two years? What was the first thing he said to you? Hi. Hi. <laughs> that was it? Hi? That was it? Uh, Couldn't go for the full hello? It was probably hello? some sort of like witty variation of hi. Witty variation. <laughs> Hola. <laughs> he's not, no, he's not really like the Spanish. He's more like a hey there or like a... Hey there! <laughs> Experience! Expe- no, not none of that. <laughs> Uh, Esther and I met doing soccer coverage. Okay. She is my preferred board operator for Counterattack Radio. She is uh, a great fan of the game, student of the game. I've been trying to encourage her to get more and more on the microphone. Oh, and that is so not happening anymore. Why not? Well, now it's not. Not with soccer. Right. Now it's not happening because soccer is seemingly. Uh, Just got. We got axed. Our coverage got axed for Euro 2012. Yeah, so I remember you told me that. I did it. I was on the last two days. You know that, right? I did solo. I, I did no, solo. I, didn't anything anymore. I did. Oh god, so jaded already. I did two days of coverage. Here's the sad part. Alone? Yeah. We can. We only do. We can only do shows when I am willing to work for free, because Pete and uh, Christiana would like to work, but they're not allowed to work for free. I'm the only one who system systemically is allowed to work for free. Thus, I can't work for free either. No, you can't. Thus, the only time we do shows, period, is when I can do them. Basically, our soccer coverage just revolves around Dan. <laughs> yes, and why? Because I work for free. <laughs> if you work for free, you can be the anchor of the you entire channel. you work for free, the world is yours. I guess so. <laughs> There's a lot you can do when you work for free, which is not a place that any of us really want to be. And one of Esther's real strengths is that she is a master of social media. Really? Stop. So really? I, I wrote Esther a best. I've written both. the best reference. I have written ever. both people who I'm with in the studio right now. Tremendous recommendations for different objectives in life. It was glowing. It was glowing. It had like a neon like tinge to it. Was, was it glowing. like the briefcase of like a uh, pulp fiction just like it just, <laughs> it just like shine. I like to make <laughs> I like to make bold proclamations about people whom I'm writing. So I said something about like Esther's song is the future of media. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't sleep. <laughs> don't sleep. Is that how you ended it? Don't, don't sleep. sleep. Don't sleep. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers better wake up. <laughs> you need to hire this girl right now. Listen here, you HR pussies. Run. <laughs> Run. Do not walk to your telephone and call her. Or Sign email. this girl. Go to your smartphone and contact yeah. her in the many different ways that we've given you. <laughs> Tweet at her. She'll probably take it. You are back from the West Coast. I am the best coast. The, how Whoa, did you like up, it? Ease up on that, though. How did you enjoy the, <laughs> it's not the best coast? How did from... you enjoy the West Coast? I, I enjoyed it a lot. But I've been to Seattle before. But yeah. this time it was for a Whoa. wedding. Whoa. It was did for a wedding? To, did you go to Ballard? No. See, I love Seattle. I love it. Really? I like, I like it, too. I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Your it's, shirt would fit right in in Seattle. Huh? That My shirt J- fits in anywhere. J. Crew. That shirt fits in behind a, a PR, like a, the desk after NBA games. Oh, you need all the <laughs> lensless glasses, and you're good. Whoa, come on! Don't compare me. Don't, you can never compare me to a 
basketball athlete. Or a basketball player. A basketball athlete. Yeah. Why but, not? You're African-American. Uh-huh. Exactly. The, the, it's, <laughs> he the, said it. The, you the look like is, a basketball athlete. Yeah. We, what's funny is we just had a, a, a thick Asian topic in here. We did. We were just, oh, we just, really? we just had a, a Chinese-American filmmaker on this little here podcast sure that we it. have. Oh. Here it's sure. called Seeking Asian Female. It's about dudes with oh, uh, yellow fever. Oh, God. Why did you bring me on? This would have been so perfect. You walked we right in. We didn't know. We did bring you on. You're yeah. on right now. Yeah. <laughs> you walked by. You came in just in time. Twice divorced, 60-something, Steven. 60-something. Yeah, he loves him some Asian women. Oh, God. As he should. As, a, As he has should. Has a thing, quote-unquote, for Asian women. He knows this what he wants. This is so awkward reading this. This is great. I'm really happy that we were able to get Esther oh Song on the Oh, my God, they met online. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing yeah. is about online. So this means you're not familiar with AsianFriendFinder.com. What the hell is that? You need to find. You need to get up on there and find no, some Asian no, friends. No, She does not. Find some Asian friends. <laughs> Esther's Asian friends. <laughs> Esther's good. Esther has her bevy of white dudes to choose from whenever she feels. Bevy? <laughs> really? <laughs> We're not peacocks. I have one. <laughs> and he's Jewish, so you should be happy. I am happy. That's perfect. It's, I mean, if, if you're going to go white, you've got to go Jewish. This is, that's Davis' theory. Huh? Word. I mean, I mean, I'm not going to fight with it. It's a smart man's theory. I mean. So here's <laughs> a, we, we should ask you the same question that David asked. Uh, what, what's, what's, what was the filmmaker's name? Her name is Debbie Lum. We should we asked Debbie L- David asked Debbie Lum if when she first goes on like a first date with a white guy, mm-hmm. if she gets nervous or critical and asks him like, "So, do you have like a thing for Asian girls?" Oh, no, you can't be that obvious. But it is it but like, are you thinking that? Is that a, a point of research that must be done? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. That's interesting. I think that this is this is like um something I saw on Reddit the other day about like this like this fat girl like posted on there asking guys like um, how she doesn't like it when guys are only into her because she's fat. Yeah. And the guy, who, and like someone responded being like, I'm really confused. Are you like saying that? Because like, you know, there is a market for people out there. So yeah. why are you like rejecting the people that like, like you? And she's like, no, 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 no. It's because I don't want them to only like my body, which is a weird thing for her to say. But yeah, it's along <laughs> yeah. the same lines. Yeah. Yes. Like you don't want someone, that, that like cheapens the whole thing. Right. But no, my research personally starts way before the first date. Mm-hmm. I would not go on a first date with you if you if I get like any sort of impression that you're into me because I'm Asian. Wow. Example: I was Please. at Adams Morgan a couple weeks ago, and this rando German guy comes up to me and goes, <laughs> "Rando." He goes, "Well, first of all, he said, guess which country I'm from,' and I was like, I'm not playing.' Guess which country I am from? <laughs> the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, his opening line after that was, "You know, my ex girlfriend was Chinese." I was like, "That's nice, bye." Wow. Yeah. You know, what is that supposed to do for you? Nothing. It's so mm. weird. It's so weird. It's so weird. What? You're looking at me like... No, that no, is weird. I'm, I'm, I, just, I just think it's odd. Somebody's so like, your research, is it done through word of mouth? Is it done through online uh, methods? Online, no. Social media research. <laughs> Give me a break. You don't research people on Facebook? You know, I haven't... Like, you do. I do. I stalk them. But okay, I, right. they're, that they're people I know. Though. They're never like... Unless I'm stalking for a friend. Then I get all into, like, the LinkedIn crap. <laughs> yeah. You know, I I know people who have done this, who have gone on. I know somebody who was like, yeah, there was this guy that we met, and I needed to find out who he was, but he didn't have a Facebook. So I found his resume on, like, Monster.com. Yeah, that's <laughs> stupid. I have a resume on Monster.com. What? When I was, like, 17. That's another level. I know. I'm removing my resume from Monster. <laughs> These women no, are you're fu- not. No, you're not. This is crazy. Yes, Monsters useless anyway. I know, but I'm saying, but if they if they dig, if they trying to dig into the roots of me. This is a problem. It's crazy. It's crazy. 
Okay, this that type of research needs to be found after sex. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh wow. Really? <laughs> I prefer women to find like the true meaning of me until after after we've shared a moment with a one another. Physical moment. A physical moment. In the darkness. So tell us more about this <laughs> wedding that you attended on the West Coast. Very religious. Really? Which religion? Christianity. Mm-hmm. Which really? sect of Christianity? Uh, Presbyterian. Okay. Probably. Wow. Black. You went to a black Presbyterian wedding? Bla- black. When did I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I wish my face could go on there. Yeah, that was that was that was a great face. Like, what if Presbyterian in Seattle says black? Oh, I've a guy. If he said like Mississippi, yeah, right. So, was it a very religious wedding? I wouldn't think that it'd be open bar. There was no bar. No bar. Mm. No cash bar. No open bar. None no bar. of the bars. No, bar, no bars. No power bar. No no no, no, ener- no, no energy bar. No were there bar. beverages? <laughs> uh, were there what? Was there water? There was a punch. Punch. Yeah. Interesting. Of course, there was a punch. There was like pineapple juice and like orange it. juice with some sprite. It was what like, is with the religious in this punch? A, we did the same thing at or synagogue. Just like the religious was like sugar. It seemed. It seemed and like if like, you can't have alcohol, you have like the pre fermented version of it. <laughs> you know, that's a funny idea. It's like, I'll sin a little bit. Maybe, okay, it's very sugary. <laughs> Back in synagogue, they'd make that big thing of gross punch with the ginger, like the thing of ginger ale or the thing of Sprite and they would also put a big oh, thing of uh, like sherbet in it. Just yeah. like, just like throw a big chunk of, yeah. all right, well, this will melt. This will melt and it'll be all foamy and gross on the top but just that throw like that, throw that, throw right? that sherbet in there. Yeah, just like Jello molds of Ooh, fruit in them. Like ew. I'm not into that. Marshmallow salad. I'm not. Scary. I'm not into that. Crazy white people. Marshmallow salad. <laughs> yeah, it's a white people thing. Whoa, is there lettuce with marshmallows? No, no, no. It's like Jello chunks. Like I mixed wouldn't put it in. past them. What? It's like Jello chunks, like lime Jello chunks mixed in with mini marshmallows. And sometimes when they get crazy, they throw in like pecans. Pecans. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. What's, what's, what sort of white is this? Like, like oh. 70s bougie people that also had fondue parties. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> There's so many layers to white people. Oh They're like onions. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Or ogres. Delicious ogres. white <laughs> onion ogres. It's a Shrek reference. It's oh, it's a Shrek reference. Ogres are like onions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. 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 So, was the express purpose of your trip to the West Coast for this wedding? Yeah, and I ended up staying a couple days, just like sandwiched around the wedding, just because it was cheaper to fly in and out. Mm-hmm. But I did get some time at Pike Place. That was fun. Which is what? Oh, yeah. The, the outdoor market that oh, they yeah? have like in Seattle. It's like really famous for like their fish people. Yes, they, the like, fish throw market. throw the fish across. Yeah, that, that's overrated. Did you have any fun? Did you Same. go out partying or did you see cool? <laughs> no, I was in bed by like 11 every night. Were you with your family? Yes. Okay. I'm talking like, I don't think you understand how religious this was. Like, <laughs> this is the daughter of a pastor. Did, nice. Was, was God there? God was, God was in attendance. Yeah. God was ever in the dark where all God's children. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you are, but. <laughs> so let me, I don't know when this is going to come out or if this is going to come out, but we're in the midst of Euro 2012. We have the quarterfinals coming up. Mm. Is there a game that you're particularly excited about? Oh, anything that involves Germany. Yeah. And how great is it that Germany's playing Greece? The, I know. The two countries on opposite sides are trying to keep the of Euro together. the economic together. scale. It's yes, great. It is it's, just terrific. It's wonderful. The fact that Greece made it out of the group stages. It's awesome. I know. I was really excited about that. The group of debt. <laughs> the group of debt. The group of debt. That's awesome. Uh, so what do you have going on this weekend? Anything good? This weekend? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my friend's engagement party. All right. Damn, it's dude. actually at my boyfriend's house, so I don't even have to go far. And Fabulous. It's in a comfortable environment. It's mm-hmm. great. 
Very and nice. And they will have alcohol. I'm sure that they will. Uh, being modern, young, lively, non-Presbyterian <laughs> couples. Yeah, they're crazy. Yeah? <laughs> they're crazy. How's your place? Are you a D.C. resident? Yep. Whereabouts? I live off of Connecticut, Northwest. Where, I love Connecticut, oh, too. Oh, really? Like Van Ness. Van Ness? Yeah. Cleveland Park. Really? Yeah. I want to move down there so badly, but I just settle for Van Ness. <laughs> you just settle for Van Ness. <laughs> I don't like Van Ness. There's nothing to do. Well, I mean, it's not that I don't like it. It's just that, like, compared it, to, like, Cleveland Park or, like, Woodley Park. There's a Woodley. Belly. Woodley's ideal. I, I, I would rather do Woodley than, than Cleveland. Really? Yeah, Woodley's better. But you're better. so close to, like, Adams Morgan. You're way closer than I am. No, Woodley's closer to Adams Morgan. Well, obviously, yeah, yeah. but, like, you're closer than I am. We got good, I mean, we got good food options, but I, but I, I do like some of the, um, I feel like Cleveland Park's a little stuffy for me. Uh, Woodley, I feel, is a little, it's sad that I'm comparing these parts of Northwest, but Woodley <laughs> is a little bit more, a little bit more laid back yeah, than. Yeah, because they're than, closer to Amo. And yeah, like then Cleveland Park, because yeah. Cleveland Park is, no, no, like salmon shorts. And, yeah. And, oh, mm-hmm. and bougie white girl. polo, white polo, salmon shorts, and women, in, white women in pearls. Oh. White women in pearls. Yeah. That's a very southern that thing. That was me in high school. Really? Pearls? That was prepster crazy. Where, where, are you from, where are you from? Ohio. Ohio? Okay. I went to boarding school. Okay. Yeah. Was boarding school in Ohio? Yeah. Okay. okay. You don't seem very Ohio. What seems Ohio, though? You know, a lot of people, when they meet me, get a really big kick out of the fact that I'm from Ohio. They're like, huh! And I don't get it at Ohio. all. Ohio. But you just seem so urban and, like, erudite. Like, you're... Yeah, but you can be urban. You can be a... I feel like the, that's an urban spirit. Yeah? People have urban spirits. I don't know. OHIO can't contain this shit. <laughs> Ohio can't contain that shit. They did Not close. <laughs> you're here. Did you go to college in Ohio? No. I can't went to college here. Okay. Whereabouts? American. American. We were talking about getting an intern for uh, Mad Cat for this little project, and he was like, oh, yeah, we got to get a kid, some kid from American. I was like, yep. Yeah. That's where all the good interns come from. Really? Yeah. yeah. What about Georgetown? GW? He could, or Howard. Well, talk to me about what happened at Wendy's while we have you here. Oh, you have me here? Nothing. Just, they're just, they're just, it's a shitty ran operation over there. Of course it is, but you sounded like you had some kind of story to tell. It was just, no, it was just, it was just bad news. Bad news bears. And, <laughs> and Wendy's, and Wendy's right across from me. It was just annoying. You yes. can't, you can't, I, I wanted to get one thing a frosty. <laughs> With fries. Huh? I didn't. Do you, do you dip the fries in there? It's delicious. Ooh. It's a good move. By the way, you're welcome. Ohio came up with Wendy's. Really? Mm-hmm. Dave? Nice. Way to tie it together. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That Wendy's out there is the most notable Wendy's in the city. It the is. Only Wendy's in the city. That's Everybody why I thought, knows. That's why I thought they'd be like professionals, like assembly line. They like people have, like, brought here from Ohio. Yeah, it's Dave Thomas Circle. Yeah. That's is good. it? Isn't that good? You like that? Are you serious? No, it's oh, I didn't just make that up. But that's a great little joke. Oh, it is. Saying, I thought you were gonna say the this Isle of Wendy's. Dave, the Thomas. famous, the famous DC Wendy's Isle. Yeah, it's Island. like the Bermuda Triangle in there. Dude, whoever owns that thing is killing it. I'm sure they are, but yeah. I'm I'm also sure that they're pissed. Their five guys went in a couple blocks away, which is why they had to revamp their shit. It looks way it looks way nicer than it. It does. I was, when I was walking towards, I'm like, whoa! Like, what is this? What is this? <laughs> Look at these life fixtures. Yeah, yeah, Look at this modern architecture. What they're mopping? Is this the palm? <laughs> <laughs> Close. <laughs> You're at Wendy's, son. Next thing, Obama's gonna show up at that Wendy's. That would be good. Made it. Yeah, oh my exactly. god. Where he went to like raise Hellburger over in Arlington, yeah. I think. Yeah, he he hasn't he hasn't gone to like any of the chains. He won't he won't be seen in like a Michelle, McDonald's. I think Michelle He's went so to Shake Shack. That doesn't count as fancy chain. I know. Not not Mickey D's. That's hipster. That's, yeah, that's hipster it, burger right there. Hipster he, burger. Where did he go? Oh, good stuff eatery. 
He did? Yeah. That place is good. That place is great. Well done, Spike. I know. That's a that's a coup right there. He's cute too. Who? Spike Mendelssohn. Spike Mendelssohn. Is he Greek? Is that a Greek name? No, oh, he talks about he's Greek all the time. That's a Jewish name. I don't know. Well, he, maybe he's it's Greek a Jewish name. name. Mendelssohn. I love Jews, man. He's a disgrace. Apparently. I love Jews too. Spike Mendelssohn, you're a disgrace to the faith. <laughs> I love I love Jewish women. <laughs> Sorry, there was no reason to call Spike out like that. <laughs> Mm-mm. Jewish PSA. Yeah, I now like Carla Hall better than you. I like your shirt better, by the way. Thank you. Uh, I can't really remember whether I got this in San Francisco or Cape Town, but it was one of those two places. Yeah, That's so place. cool either way. I think so. Uh, it, it was funny because this sh- shirt wasn't the cheapest shirt I've ever bought, but I realized like I'm never going to see this shirt again. If I don't buy this thing right now, it's going to be out of my life forever. In South Africa. South Africa. South Africa. Well, you know we have a South African guy who works here. Really? Carl Schwartzel, the uh, the Chelsea fan. Yeah, he doesn't sound. He doesn't sound like. He's the one who voices Counterattack Radio stuff. Oh, this is Counterattack Radio him. with Dan Bloom and Pete Corey. <laughs> I, like I like his voice too. We like as many international voices as we can get. Yeah. How many? I, uh, what other? I got vo- pulled in once to do. What is it? I got pulled in once to do. Like some parody of some famous white guy, some old white guy who was married to some Asian girl. <laughs> who was it? Woody Allen. It wasn't Woody Allen. Oh, That's come on. Creepy. That's that was, creepy. That was no. a good guess, though. No, it's some who like, media all... mogul who's married to a... Oh, Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah his wife. I had to, I Damn had to... it, David. That was a question we should have asked Debbie Lum. Rupert Murdoch has the most famous case of yellow fever in the world. I think Woody Allen. Woody, yeah. Woody Allen. I, like I should have asked about that. It is. It is. It is. Because he, he picked. He picked it out when she was young. Buck. Like <laughs> I want that. That's gross. Oh, <laughs> I oh, want that. That's bad. I want that. when it develops like a tree. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that is gross. Long term deal. It's real. What an investment. I know. That's like a Lionel Messi esque investment. Like. Uh, uh, Woody Allen was Barcelona and Sun Yi was Lionel Messi. Oh you know I got harangued on Twitter the other day for, for what? saying that Ronaldo should not be the, one of the top three players in the world anymore. Why not? He just scored two goals in Euro Cup. Whatever. I hate him. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you got harangued? People were not happy with you? Yeah, some, some rando listener referred to me by my first name. Not my Twitter handle, my first name. Like, damn it, Esther. He was like, Esther, you're delusional. I was like, who are you? <laughs> Well, we bring people into the Sirius XM soccer family. I was talking a whole lot of family on yesterday's show. Yeah? Yeah. I felt like I was insane clown posse. <laughs> family! Family! Blood is thicker than water. Yeah. I, w- I was bigging up the South and Canada. It was a lo- really a good time. I had, wow. I had Pete. This is so sad. So they won't pay Pete to do counterattack, which means that it, I, it has to be me solo not real. for free. Well, it is kind of real. Is it more real than a year ago? No. Then it's not that real. I mean, it's not that real, but it's realer than not being real. Well, right. You know what I mean? Real and real to the legal guys. Real to the... Oh, the legal guys. I mean... Real to the people up top. I mean, I guess we're real enough to, that they hear us. They know that we're... Do they listen to us now? Yeah, they know that we exist. Y'all on the website? We're on the web. We had, we're, we're also on SiriusXM. That's what I meant. So, yeah. That's what I meant. SiriusXM, it has, it has it there. Yes. So we're... But the point is... We would ordinarily be able to do shows like like usual, but they axed our budget. So now the only way we can do it as close to normal is for me to do it for free and call Pete as a phone guest. That's terrible. I had him on for half an hour yesterday on the phone. Oh, poor Pete. I know. Can you believe that? He's willing to do it for free. He wants to show up and just get in the studio to do it for the yeah. platform and for the good of the show, and yeah. they won't let him. Well, so he's not he's me. not doing I anything. Jeremiah to do some board offing for the Euros, and he's just like can't it's awful 
So like, Pete's not doing anything. No, for serious. They cut him off. I mean, he's he's probably board hopping like NASCAR and and golf and stuff. But he's not going to be able to. Yeah. He's not going to be able to get on the mic until at least the beginning of the Premier League season, which will be in August. Mm. Yeah, he's getting shafted. So what he needs to do is start writing. Just like I need to continue writing. Do you read my article by any chance? What article? I wrote an article. You didn't tell me. I tweeted it. It's, a, it's all good. Oh, sorry. I don't expect. I don't expect you to follow my Twitter feed. Explicitly. I do though. I, I really like don't. When your face shows up on my Twitter feed. That's very kind it's of you. Better than when. Say it. say it. Yeah, say it. Who? <laughs> no, I shouldn't. You should. Yeah, I really should. Okay. <laughs> this sounds like sexual. No, I'm sure it's not. Oh my god! Did I tell you about my creepy Twitter follower that I have? Tell us now. Tell oh, us. I got him from Sirius, by the way, because he follows SXM Soccer. Mm-hmm. He's a he's an Arsenal fan. His picture is of Jack Wilshire. <laughs> His handle is Gunner Trey. Gunner, okay. <laughs> and he, Gunner Trey has a light. He's a yellow fever, clearly. Uh, no, I think he's just creepy. Uh huh. He, what I, I tweeted once about how like my shower water was like too hot or something. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> I just. I was complaining about how the water was too hot. Go on. <laughs> and he just tweeted about something like how like he got a good visual for his morning. And exactly. Like, oh. That was gross. Like I was just like, sir. Uh, sir. Reel that in. Sir, calm down. I know that I'm a celebrity, but you need to slow your roll. Mild celebrity. Yeah, you'll get there. How many followers do you have now? I'm getting up there. 6'10", 6'12". Okay, good. I want to p- catch Pete. How many does he have? Like 640, 650. Good. So, so we're all around like the same level. Where are you? 635, I think. That's, I need. I mean, I'm on air for God's sake. I should be crushing it. But. I know. And you get, yeah, you get tweeted out way more than I do about soccer. I, I need know. to, I need to get my act together. Really, I really think at least 400 of those followers came from when CNN World Sport retweeted me once two all years right. ago. All right. Good for you. Because I made some like made mediocre joke about Paul the Octopus. Yeah. Because like, something about like how I wanted to make him into sushi, and they rejected me. <laughs> so some very like corny punny person is behind that Twitter. My favorite thing, my favorite way to get Twitter followers is to go on that show, to go on World Sport, and they yeah. flash my name up there, and I immediately get like twelve new followers from Africa. <laughs> Why? It's so because that show is on like. It's it's only on and important in places that speak English, mm-hmm. but are not Europe, America. Europe, and the United States. And it's like the time that that the show I'm on re, uh, airs in Africa is like very convenient. It's like twelve midnight or like eleven o'clock, so it's too early or too late to really be impactful in Asia. Mm-hmm. And nobody cares about me in Europe because I'm an American. But mm-hmm. Africans tend to like me. I'm like the perfect acceptability for Af- for African fans. And I have like kind of a global worldview, so I'm not Eurocentric necessarily. I like you. Thank you, you very much. If you keep that up during the next World Cup, you'll get so many more followers, I'm sure. That would be hot. But they may ask me because they are changing how that whole system is done. And how? they uh, they may move the production of World Sport to Hong Kong. And, and if they do so, then they will hire an outside soccer expert who is not an American. That makes sense. It does Sadly. make sense. No, it makes perfect sense. I mean, I've always known that that wasn't really the right platform for me, but I'll take it. Shit. Yeah. I mean, that's shit. It's exactly where I want to be because it gives me material for a demo reel. I meant to tell you, Fox Soccer's looking. Excuse me? Yeah. How so? Um, Go on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. They posted. Mm. They're looking. They're looking for on-air people. One of them is on-air. Mm. The other two are production. Where's Fox Soccer? LA. LA. Hmm. How'd you do are that? Are you interested? 
Yeah, I already put it in. Good I? for you. <laughs> Saw it today while I was running a, a game. Oh, yeah? Spanish baseball. What was I going to do? Nothing. Nothing. I hit <laughs> run. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Corre. Well, that's really interesting. I uh, listen for adios, and that's when I close. <laughs> <laughs> so I will check that out. Um, Latino thank man. you for thank you for alerting me. Yeah, man. Are you going for on air or production? As if I could do on air. Why not? Don't sell yourself short, Esther. I can't. Well, the only on air I can do is anything that doesn't involve a camera because I freeze. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if there's one thing that will be a constant theme in your and I our relationship. It is me telling you not to sell yourself short. No, God, you're the parent I never had. But you're young, so you have time to like work all this out, which is good. So just keep walking. Yeah, you're a young Turk. I need to <laughs> enjoy it. These are the these are the golden I'm, years. Oh, would you describe our relationship as as Jedi Master and Padawan? <laughs> Being as though I've never seen Star Wars. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Everything. You've seen Star Wars, right? I mean, I've, I've, I've glanced at the at the passing images. See, <laughs> you don't even have you have no leg to stand on here either. I've se- I've seen the film, you know what I'm saying, or films. Film? Uh, I've seen <laughs> the films. I've seen I've seen a few of them. I've seen a few of them. Which ones? Don't worry about it. No, that question. <laughs> don't matters. worry about it. Return of something. <laughs> Return of Return of the Mac. <laughs> Return of the Mac. Mark Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Yeah, there you go. I've seen that one. Um, what was the last one I saw? I I have to. I had a professor who who like swore by those films. I'm saying, but then also made it also dissected one of the films, saying like he thought there was all these like racist, uh, racist stuff in him. This is and Jedi is the most insulting. Remember this? Like (laughs) when Vader, what is it? Uh, rips off his mask to reveal when this is from Chasing Amy. When Vader's beautiful black visage is sullied, when he rips off his mask to reveal a crusty old white man, <laughs> he's telling us that deep inside we all wants to be white. <laughs> <laughs> that was in Chasing Amy. Yes. When? In the very beginning. It's uh the panel on minorities in comics, and she the um who is the the lead the female lead in Joey Lauren Adams. She is she. I mean, she's great. She is also a female cartoonist, so she's on the panel. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember this. <laughs> Funny. I've oh, never seen that movie. You, sh- you need to but see it. I, I reckon... did write a thesis on Clerks. Um, also, a movie I think is loved overrated. it. Loved mm-hmm. it. Um, you wrote a thesis on what? On minorities in comic books. Oh really? Yeah. Really. In my sophomore year in college. Do you, do you like comic books? I did. Do you like the Boondocks? No, I grew up on X Men. Mm. Okay. There are no minorities in X Men. There's plenty. Storm. Psylocke. 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 Who well, is that? Just Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler's not a. Oh, he's a Jew. Blue. Was he really? Yeah. A maroon Jew. He kind of seems blue? like. Blue. I don't, he, I don't know what color he, he's he, he maroon. He was a Jew. Uh, he was played. He was played as a Jew by Alan Cumming in the film. He seemed to me to be a Jew. He is Jewish. That's awesome. The, well, he, yeah, he's actually a convert because he used to be devoutly Catholic. Oh, okay. I'll be damned. The guy who played him, or like the the character. No, the character. The character. He, what? Yeah. Uh, who else? Good for him. Kwame from, uh, the Planeteers. There's a Kwame from Planeteers. You know that there's that conspiracy theory that the kids from Magic School Bus, <laughs> grew up and became the Planeteers. 
because Ralphie becomes Wheeler. Ralphie's not included in this group. It's like Carlos. Ralphie's not included. He's the star. What do you mean? A magic school bus? Yes. That's clearly Arnold, first of all. Arnold? I thought it was the teacher. What am I missing? Miss Frizzle? She died or something. She died. And what was the name of the, the lizard? Or the Liz. Egg? That was good. Okay. That was some hippie shit you got in the school bus. bus and it just the mess. best episode of right. that show was when they go into Ralphie's body. Yes. And he's sick. Yes. I, don't remember I completely thing. agree. Wow. That was... White blood cells? Yes. Oh, yes. wow. Yes. That what was year the did best. this? Was it, were we, like, were you all adults watching this? Or no. Like, how... No. I was a kid. Yeah. How long was Magic School Bus on? Six years? It was syndicated forever. Uh-huh. And I'm sure it's still running and rerun somewhere. When did it start? Were we kids when it started? Ages ago. Probably. Same era as Wishbone. Was Malcolm was Jamal Warner behind this? Uh, probably not. Somebody told me he started Magic School Bus. Somebody literally, and I believed it. <laughs> Till like, this conversation. That's like the rumor that. <laughs> Till this conversation, yeah. I believe Malcolm Jamal Warner was behind Magic School Bus. I swear to God. That's like the rumor that Dave Matthews owns Bonnaroo. Can't be true. No, that'd be awful. <laughs> <laughs> that means bros are actually like. Because I'm tripping, oh, no, it's gonna be like the biggest like troll fest. In the- <laughs> hey, I don't know about oh you, but God. I like trolls. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. All right, we have to end this. I have to go back to work. Yeah. Esther Song, surprise guest here on Madcap DC. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks for having me. Our yeah. pleasure. We'll have you back again someday. Yeah. Keep it real. Stay black. Someday. <laughs> <laughs> Stay black. <laughs> Dan Bloom. <laughs> David Ross. Talk to you later. <laughs>